welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. We publish these stories through our podcast on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications such as the State Journal and the Exponent Telegram. And we reach tens of thousands of listeners and readers through news websites throughout West Virginia on WVNews.com as well. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. This week, we're going to learn about Sierra Cox and her startup company, Wonder Valley Farm, located in Gandyville, West Virginia. That's in Roan County, West Virginia, of course. Sierra, are you ready to get down to business? Sounds great, Jim. All right, Sierra. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to talk about your company. Sierra Cox is the co-owner of Wonder Valley Farm. Wonder Valley Farm is a veterans-owned agritourism business in Gandyville, West Virginia, that concentrates on lavender, bees, and forest botanicals. Sierra and her business partner, John Panacchio, I think I got it right, traded in their uniforms for overalls when they separated from the U.S. Navy and created Wonder Valley Farm. Bringing John back to her home state, they envisioned incorporating some of the West Coast flair that they experienced while stationed in California and Washington to their startup agritourism business. Through some of their amazing connections they've made in the agriculture and veteran community, they've planted approximately 800 lavender plants, built a robust apiary, and have future plans to incorporate more lavender, more, uh, more forest botanicals, and a trendy sailboat, cab, uh, sailboat cabin accommodations for guests to stay. I'm interested to learn about what a sailboat cabin is. Spanning just over 100 acres, they also hope to host tours, festivals, and retreats. John is still a member of the Navy Reserve, and Sarah, uh, Sierra substitute teaches for Jackson County, but their primary focus is on building Wonder Valley Farm into a sustainable, diverse, and relaxing agritourism destination in West Virginia. What an amazing vision. Sierra, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. So, uh, Wonder Valley, we started, um, we're really, we closed on our farm in uh, January of 2017, and we are starting from the ground up. This was uh, not an agricultural farm, um, primarily the horse farm, actually. And hmm. so we're, we're starting everything. We're plowing the fields. We're preparing everything. We've, um, we've attended uh, the West Virginia Small Farm Conference for several years now and have just been learning as much as we can about um, agriculture farming in this state, um, which it, it's been amazing that the people here are just, are just so willing to help and so, you know, willing to share information. It's been great. Hmm. Um, but um, our, our plans forward, we're, you know, we plan, like I said, kind of to add um, to our lavender fields. We're hoping to add about 2,000 to 3,000 plants next year. Wow. Um, our apiary is currently at about 30 pies, and we plan to be at about 60 next year. So 
um, and we're, we're partnered with an, another veteran-owned farm, uh, Sugar Bottom Farm, actually, and they've been huge mentors to us for, for the bees and, and getting our apiary started. So that's been amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, Sierra, i got to ask, how in the heck did you get into the farming business? I mean, this is a startup from the ground up. I mean, that's an amazing thing that you're, you're undertaking, you and John. So, but how did you get started into this business? So it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, while we were stationed over in Washington State, we attended the Squim Lavender Festival, which is a it's a huge lavender festival out um, out in Washington State, mm-hmm. and we just fell in love with lavender. It was you know I'd, I'd always you know I'd always had like my bottle of lavender oil that you know I used and, and knew about it, but seeing you know just the versatility of the herb and seeing what you know what they were doing with the festivals out there and bringing people together, I thought what a wonderful thing to bring to West Virginia. Um, I just saw us perfect, uh, painting the, the hills purple, um, which hmm. is, is our hope is to do. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. So it just started by attending a festival. The seed was planted, no pun intended, and, and, and now yeah. you've got this in, you know, lavender and farming in your blood. So, so tell us about, uh, first of all, that's, that's a very cool um, inspirational story right there in itself. What is your 30-second elevator pitch for Wonder Valley Farm? It would have to be that we just want to be a, a getaway, an escape for people to come out. Um, we're hoping to have people come out and host workshops, um, do nature tours, have festivals, and like, I, like we mentioned with the sailboat cabins, have people actually stay out on the farm and just have that experience of being in the beauty of West Virginia. Yes, yeah, so, so I've, I want to dig into that. What exactly is a sailboat cabin? I've never heard this term before. Right? So kind of tying in both John and I's Navy experience yeah. and some of the different trendy um, accommodations that we saw on the West Coast. You know, on the West Coast, you can stay in these tree houses or old airstreams and all these really cool things, and they're always sold out, and people love it. And so we thought, you know, well, you can live on a sailboat. You know, you, they're, they're self-contained. They have their own, you know, facilities on board. You can normally sleep anywhere from five to eight people on board. Um, and so we were like, well, that sounds great. We'll just we'll bring out these sailboats. We'll renovate, you know, completely renovate them to be to, to be landborn, <laughs> and you know, build build decks around them so that people will be able to stay on these self-contained sailboats out in our so, on so our it's farm. So it's it's actually a sailboat. It is, yes, sir. <laughs> it is a sailboat. <laughs> That's so cool. I, I gotta definitely do my research on that and and learn more about it because it sounds incredible. That sounds, I mean, that, what a cool idea. And I'm sure that, I've never heard of this in West Virginia. It's got to be the first. Right. We, we figured it would be pretty pretty unique for the state. So we're really excited to get those going. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. So, Sierra, I mean, obviously you're a startup, right? You just, you, you started this you, yes. uh, back in January of 2017. What... I guess the, what the question I have right now is like, what's the thing that you're most excited about for your company as a startup? Um, I'm going to have to say getting those sailboats in. Yeah. <laughs> those are definitely, um, we recently competed in the Ohio Valley Regional Council's Launchpad Competition. Yeah, talk about um, that. Which yeah. is an opportunity. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's an opportunity for local businesses in our region that have been in um, in, in existence for less than two for t- less than two years, 
to pitch their ideas and compete for a $5,000 grant. It's kind of like a Shark Tank um, yeah. type of competition. And you guys won. And so, um, and we did. We we won this year. We were so excited. That's amazing. <laughs> and so our and so our pitch was just for the support of getting those sailboat cabins. So that's what all of that money is going towards is is acquiring the ships and getting those installed so that we can start getting people out here. That's, that's what a vision that you guys have, and I can just see those cabins <laughs> set amongst the, uh, the the hillside of covered in you know lavender, purple. It's, it's almost like they're floating on the on the sea of lavender out there. I can, I, I, I get your vision. It's it's awesome, very cool. So what what's been your 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 most challenging business moment so far? So probably our biggest our biggest challenge, you know. We are very green at, in agriculture. Um, you know, John and I both both Navy backgrounds. We joined the Navy right out of high school, so you know that's been our complete you know experience as far as careers go. So this was a 180 shift for us, um, and it's been it's been a big learning curve for us. Uh, we've you know, like I said, we've been attending as many conferences and you know that we can to learn, but that's still didn't really prepare us for what we had in store for us this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we had ordered um, several thousand plants from a wholesale grower uh, out of Washington State, mm-hmm. and we just between you know our equipment difficulties, the terrain here, and then just the sheer volume of plants that we received, we we lost several hundred um, just because we weren't able to get them in the field in time. Oh my gosh. So, that was, you know, that was a huge, you know, it was a huge disappointment for us because we felt that, you know, we thought that we had prepared properly and that we were ready for this, and so we were, we were, we were very disappointed. But the plants that we did get in, we got in about 800 plants, are doing wonderfully. And so, going forward next year, we have such a better understanding of what goes into getting these plants on the ground and what we need to do to, for going forward to be successful. Yeah. What's your takeaway from that moment? You can't do everything at once. <laughs> we, you know, we were yes. like, oh, we're going to do the lavender and we're going to do the bees and it'll be great. And, and it all was, you know, working and flowing. And then all of a sudden it was just, you know, reality hit and it was like, we need, we just, we didn't have enough, you know, manpower and we just didn't have enough resources that we thought we had to, to get it going. So, yeah, yeah, so next a, year we, we're, we have, we'll have it ready. <laughs> that's great. That's a great lesson. And thank you for sharing that. I feel like uh, a lot of times, um, you know, sharing those challenging moments could be a, a very valuable lesson for all business people, right? So uh, especially Absolutely. in a startup situation, I, I think uh, it sounds like you came out of that um you know, you're, with your shins a little skinned up, but but you're going to make it and you're going to be fine. That's that's uh, that's a good lesson to learn for sure. So, yes. So you're originally from West Virginia. John's not, right? Where, um, where where were you where were you raised in West Virginia? I was raised in Parkersburg. Okay. So, uh, you know, the the question begs then. You know, why mm-hmm. why did you know why are you why did you decide uh, on Gandyville, West Virginia? I mean, that's kind of like between <laughs> what, like Spencer and Clendenin, kind of right there on that 119 stretch. There, right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yes, why, 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 so why Gandyville? So we, you know, like I said, we were in Washington State when we decided that we were going to start our farming, and um, and I, you know, I, t- I talked to my, you know, parents that still in Park, who are still in Parkersburg, and. 
you know, they were like, well, there's not really a lot of land opportunities here in Wood County that, you know, are going to be within your price range, you know, which I, I understood. So mm-hmm. I just, I started my search, you know, Wood County was my central and I just kind of started, you know, going out from there. We actually looked at a property, um, in, out in Doddridge County and then, I don't know, this one popped and there was just something about it that we, we fell in love with this property. It's just a really lovely area and the land is beautiful. Um, we have about 80 acres of it is wooded and has trails all through it. And so we just thought this would be a perfect getaway spot. You know, we're, we're off the grid. This is where people can just come and unplug and, and just be with nature for a while, which Mm. is really what we wanted to do. That's wonderful. What would you say? Uh, well, first of all, I got. I have to uh, go back a, a minute because you, you talked about your your and John's service in the Navy, and I just want to thank you uh, for your service to our country. That's that's awesome, and it's such such a cool thing that you guys were able to take this vision from your uh, being out on the West Coast and bring this back to West Virginia. I think you guys are going to do very well. I think it's an awesome concept. Uh, what would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia so far? Definitely the people, the people we've met and the connections we've made. Um, Mm -hmm. We've met so many wonderful people who are willing to share information and help us. Um, And there are just so many wonderful groups available um, between the West Virginia Small Business Development Center, the Food and Farm Coalition, um, Bria Gardens. There's just, there's wonderful groups that are willing to help you and, you know, commiserate in your failures and help you overcome them. And it's just been... um, it's been wonderful. Like we've been just so blessed with the people that we've met and, and the help that we've received so far. Awesome. Sierra, what, you know, for the market for lavender, is it primarily in West Virginia? Is it out of state? Is it out of the country? What, what's your, you know, how do you see that, you know, kind of, um, that marketing opening uh, the market opening up? Right. What, what do you see as the market for lavender? So, um, our primary use for lavender, so not only are we using lavender kind of as an agritourism um, aspect where, you know, pick your own, that sort of sure. thing, where we would love locals, you know, to come out and do that. Um, but we're also partnering um, with uh, the West Virginia Technology Park uh, down yeah. in Charleston, um, are trying to hook up different la- people who would like to farm lavender to kind of bridge that gap to where, you know, as a small farm by ourselves, we don't really hold a, a candle to the to the national market, but together, you know, maybe we do. And so we're kind of looking at, at that. Um, the, te- the technical park has the facilities to um, to distill the oil and to propagate and that sort of thing. So we're we're hoping to work with them to to expand our market and make it more of a of a national market. Excellent. Yeah. That, now, when you, you had your business plan, put all that together, did you, um, you know, what did that look like in terms of, you know, uh, profitability? And, you know, I mean, it, obviously, it's a lot of work starting a farm from scratch, yeah. right? Uh, a yeah. hor- taking a horse farm, <laughs> making yeah. it into a, lav- a lavender farm. What, what yeah. What's your time frame? Where do you think, you know, in terms of obviously your startup, when do you think you're going to be able to right. go to market? So um, we kind of, we kind of try to stagger our group. So with our with our apiary, for instance, yeah. we, we got involved with that because we realized that we could make money 
now with with our bees. We could, you know, we could process the honey, we could sell the bees, you know, our partner with Sugar Bottom Farm, you know, we've already worked with, with him a lot on, you know, being able to market our, our honey and bees for next year. So we we looked at them like, okay, well we can we can make some money with them next year. The lavender it takes about three to five years for, for the plants to mature okay. and for the oils to actually, you know, to be mature and good enough to sell. So, you know, we're, we're looking at the bees kind of to hold us over until, until the, the lavender is mature enough for us to, to market that. And then also with the sailboats having, you know, being able to have people out and accommodate that in the interim until we can get our, our lavender marketed. That's kind of, kind of how we pitched it. Yeah, so you've got like multiple revenue streams. Right, exactly. We tried to, you know, every time we go to a conference, they they stress diversification, especially mm-hmm. in small farms. And sure. so, we've just been we've been dabbling, you know, and trying to figure out, you know, what what all you know is going to work for for us, and what all is going to help, you know, make this farm a, a diverse and successful business. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, Sierra, I want to take a, a few minutes here, a few seconds, to recognize some of our incredible sponsors that we have on Positively West Virginia, making all this podcast and you know getting these amazing stories out there uh, around the state of West Virginia and, and, and indeed America. And they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, Sierra, let's get back to it. I want to ask you about, you know, as a startup, you have a vision for your company. What is the, the vision for your company long term? Um, I would say, um, you know, Wonder Valley was designed and developed around the idea of providing a natural escape that also offers educational and therapeutic opportunities. So our future goals include having different, you know, educators come out and teach workshops, um, you know, do different nature walks, you know, with, with, you know, we talked about the lavender festivals and the like, mm-hmm. um, and really just we want people to, to come out here, come out, be in nature, recharge, and so we plan to pursue any kind of activity that's going to promote pe- helping get people outside. I love it. Well, that's a great vision for sure. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners, um, entrepreneurs, maybe a, a veteran? Uh, coming from your perspective mm-hmm. as a veteran-owned business uh, in West Virginia, what's one piece of advice you would give them? Um, so, you know, John and I, being first-time business owners, um, we immediately went to the West Virginia Small Business Development Center. Um, and our business coach has just been wonderful in helping us form our business plan, set goals, and has just brought us some great opportunities. She's the one that introduced us to Launchpad and, and some other great grant opportunities um, it's a free service offered to aspiring business owners and seasoned businesses alike. And I think everyone that is in business in West Virginia should take advantage of the great opportunity that West Virginia Small Business Development Center has. Great advice. Who's your Who's your small business coach, if you don't mind me asking? It's uh, Marcia Myers. And she's out of uh, She's out at WVUP. Great. Yeah, we'll give her a little shout out, right? Uh, oh yeah, she's wonderful. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Sierra, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success so far? Well, um, as a couple that lives and works in the same space, um, keeping our personal and professional lives from ruling one another it can be trying at times. Mm-hmm. So, um, so John and I make it a point to ensure that we openly communicate and prioritize um, so that we can 
not only promote a healthy business, but a, a healthy home lifestyle. So um, I think having that kind of, you know, when we were in the Navy, we always, you know, we had a morning meeting every day. We had a morning meeting where we would kind of plan out the day and figure out what, what priorities were. And we've kind of carried that over to our business to where we try to make sure that we're on the same page before the day starts and then and then go through and attack it together. <laughs> I love that. It's a great, uh, great way of, uh, of looking at your company and kind of, you know, you, you hear a lot of people that, uh, that are, you know, a couple and they're, they're working together and they're living together and they're going through life together. And it's like, you got to have that game plan. I like that structure that you just, uh, and, and plus you're able yeah. to take some of that, <laughs> some of your military background and, and bring that into your company. And I think that's and really cool too. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Probably Google Calendar. <laughs> yeah, it helps keeps us it keeps us on task, and exactly. I, yeah, we probably cannot live without that. <laughs> yeah, especially when when that next batch of lavender plants come in, you got to get them in the ground, right? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, sir. That's for sure. <laughs> What's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs like yourself? So. Um, at the Naval Academy, and I was an English major there, so I kind of have a an off the an off the cuff kind of answer for this. Um, for us, Alice in Wonderland um, was our inspiration. It's where we got our name and kind of how we've built our business. Um, and so I I believe finding a book that speaks to you and that gives you that inspiration is is what is important. Um, I know there's a ton of great entrepreneurial books out there, but for us, that's that's the book that spoke to me. Is that the first one that came to mind when I read that? That's when, awesome. I, when I thought of that question. So. Well, well, we have a on, on our positivelywv.com website. We have a resources mm-hmm. section where uh, all the books oh, uh, are listed, and I can guarantee you that one has not been placed on that uh, in in almost a year <laughs> of, of weekly interviews. So that's that's great. I love it. That's very cool. So so. You know, Sierra, I, I want to um, give you an opportunity mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about, um, you know, your your military service and 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 mm-hmm. what that meant to you, because uh, I think it's you know just listening to you, it's a large part of your story. Uh, but if you don't mind, could you uh, tell us a little bit uh, about your um, your experience there in in the Navy? Sure, that'd be great. Um, so uh, I, I attended Parkersburg High School, and upon graduation, um, I was accepted to the United States Naval Academy. Um, I, I did my my four years of study there and was commissioned as a surface warfare officer. I was immediately stationed over to San Diego, California, on the USS Boxer, which is uh, LHD-4. I did uh, three years there as the electronic warfare officer. I did uh, one deployment over to Fifth Fleet um, Area of Operation. Um, and then I transferred over to the USS McCluskey, um, which is a frigate, FFG-41. Mm. Um, we did a counter-narcotics deployment, actually, uh, down off the coast of South America, which was which was cool. And then I had the pleasure, of, well, well, the pleasure, it was kind of sad. We, we actually decommissioned that ship um, mm. in January of uh, 2015. So. Oh. Um, and that was that was the end of my of my active service. I did a couple years in the reserves, and then I am now officially uh, a civilian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, wow, that's what a what a military career. And again, thank you for your service. That's that's awesome. Oh, you know, going to uh, the Naval Academy. Academy now. Um, so you were in, in Annapolis, is that correct? Yes, sir. Uh, so 
and then it just you just walk out your back door and you're going to see sailboats everywhere <laughs> right and so i yeah. imagine that's, yeah, that's exactly part of your yeah. part of your that inspiration was part of the inspiration <laughs> that, that's awesome that's very cool so we actually um, are required to take sailing class so <laughs> oh so you actually know how to sail a little bit i mean it's been a few years so <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's great well uh Sierra, this has been been awesome learning about what you're doing, and, and I know you're you're going to be wildly successful. Um, you know, obviously tourism is is a huge industry in West Virginia, so you've got that part of it covered. And in, in agriculture, also, uh, you know, we've had um, had several agricultural companies on the podcast, and I just think it's amazing that you guys have this vision, and and, and it's not just about growing the product; it's about getting it to market and selling and figuring out ways that you can partner with other farms and I just think it's so cool and I, I know you're going to be wildly successful is there anything that uh, that you want to mention that I haven't talked about uh, so far uh, in this in your story I don't think so I we've covered we've covered a, a pretty pretty large uh pretty large swath so I think we're I think it's been pretty good yeah, it's been great yeah yeah, yeah. so so I have a you know a couple more questions. One is you know obviously starting out in in West Virginia as a as a company, um, I always like to ask this question because we're about making connections here and and, tra- and we've been making those connections, which is kind of cool uh, from my perspective. Yeah. But if you could meet anyone in in our state who could help your business, you know, get off that uh, off the startup phase and get to that next level, who would it be? So. I would say, you know, not that we could not meet, you know, I'm sure great entrepreneurs out there, but our big thing would be to meet people who are interested in coming to the farm. Yeah. Um, we want to hear, you know, what what they want to see available. How can we make Wonder Valley fit for them? You know, it, who wants to come out and teach a class? You know, that sort of thing. Like, how can we bridge the gap to get, you know, people who are interested in coming out and, and being a part of Wonder Valley? Probably the, who, whoever wants to come come out to Wonder Valley is who I would say we we want to meet. <laughs> yeah, excellent, excellent. So, um, when when are you going to have like your first ship installed? That's kind of a question that I've been meaning to ask you. Like, when do you think you'll have your first, um, you know, uh, opportunity for people so, to come but, out and stay? Right, right. So, looking outside, it's it is snowing, and we are out a a, a one lane road. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're probably looking at uh, next spring, so after the weather breaks, getting those sailboats out, and hopefully by you know next summer or fall, we'll, we'll be able to have be able to accommodate people. Is, Ec- our, is our goal? Yeah, excellent, excellent. We'll hopefully we'll be able to check check in with you in a year or so and see how you're doing. In closing, Sierra, how how's uh, what's the best way that our you know, our audience can learn more about your company and and maybe get in contact with you to do just what you just asked. What's the best way for them? Oh, definitely. Um, we, uh, probably Facebook would be the best way. Um, we try to update that um, you know, at least a couple times a week, and um, it's just Wonder Valley Farm. You search us, we'll, you, you'll be able to, we'll pop up, we'll be, I think we're the, I think we're still the only ones on there. <laughs> yeah, great. So. We'll put a link up there for, for folks, too, that on our show notes section, so they can just click the link, too. Oh, great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Sierra, uh, to you and and your partner, John, um, I wish you much success in your endeavor. You've taken the leap. You're actually doing this thing. 
called Small Business, and I think it's incredible. I think it's going to be great for the state of West Virginia and your local community. So my hat's off to you. And once again, thank you for your military service to both of you guys. Thank you so much. All right. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Sierra Cox and Wonder Valley Farm, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And, of course, we appreciate all of your comments, uh, words of encouragement, and so forth that we receive each week as well. Keep that coming, guys. We, we really appreciate it. And, of course, we encourage you to share these uh, positive stories on your social media channels. As Of course, we, we could all use a little bit more Uh, positive news on social media for sure. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.